Let's get into uh, week five shit. Or week six shit, right? Week six, six shit. I, I'm so fucking lost as to where we are uh, right now in this league. But let's get to some, some content, shall we? Some spicy content. Current seasons, league, Ragnaros, week six. Let's take this thing real quick, real fast. Let's talk about it. Uh, a few teams had some opportunities last week to do some big things, to make some moves for themselves, and then, uh, you know, really put themselves in the conversation. We're getting to that crunch time. We're in the, the final three weeks, um, no, the last third of the season. This is when we oftentimes see the leapfrogging begin to happen, when people really start to establish themselves as a playoff team, when the uh, contenders pull away and the, the pretenders fall behind. Um so let's talk about one of the matchups I was most hyped for in APK, AP4K versus Collective Mayhem. I thought this one was going to end up being a lot closer than it was. Collective Mayhem put the absolute smackdown on them. I know they only walked away with 17 points, but they held AP4K to 8 points. Collective Mayhem did not need the points. AP4K really did. We had three sweeps in favor of Collective Mayhem in all three of their wins um, with... Edelweiss, Itachi, and Dave Patim taking it. But then the Hockey Boys in the Chronic said, hey, not so fast. It got some 3-1 wins of their own. A shocking result as far as I'm concerned with how little um, AP4K put up on the board. I'm not too concerned, though, just because Collective Mayhem. If it was anybody other than Collective Mayhem, this might be panic time for AP4K. The pod people go up against Dad Legend and lose a super uh, super close one. Um, 13 to 15, or sorry, 13 to 14. It's a one-point loss. Nothing to be ashamed of when you're going up against a team that's got Risen, Yellow Dart, and Josh Sampson, our ML uh, our MCL season one official champion. Um, once again consistency i said that this was gonna be the pod people's deal is when they lose they need to get those 12 and 13 point losses i i actually also said i thought this one was going to be a one or two point match i would have to go back and actually look at show notes but i'm coming off the cuff if i were to show you guys my screen right now the only thing that's actually written and scripted is the top eight the rest of this shit i'm just looking at and coming off the cuff with it because that's how i roll because i know this fucking league boys uh, Glitter Bay, Saturday Night Pain Gang. Glitter Bays are showing some signs of life late in the season here. I think that people need to keep them on their radar. Uh, but the Pain Gang, not bad loss. 11 points walking away. Remain relevant to some extent. Uh, but the Glitter Bays are really trying to turn it on here late in the season. And might have some opportunities with the way the rest of the uh, season lines up for them. And that top three thing they got going on might serve them really well in the next couple weeks. <laughs> But if y'all remember my preseason special, I thought part of the reason, excuse me, I'm going to sneeze and I don't want to. Now I said I'm going to sneeze, I'm less likely to sneeze. There we go. See how that works? Uh, I said in the preseason special that I thought teams like Serenite Pain Gang would give Glitter Base and Team Next Level trouble. Glitter Base come in and throw down, get 18 points and walk away, proving me wrong. Maple Syrup Inc. gets held to only 8 points against Hot Pepper. Hot Pepper's another team that's really trying to make a point that they could make a push. I don't believe there's too many teams. I was looking at it. There was only like three teams I considered completely out of this chase. And Hot Pepper is one of those teams that, like the Glitter Bays, has a couple favorable matchups with that top-heavy lineup coming up in the last three weeks of the season. It could really make some moves. Um, so, you know, 
Blurple's looking really, really spicy over there. Um, when we look at the overall conference standings, remember, standings aren't power rankings. You know, Collective Mayhem is way up there. They're um, second in the league, so only behind HSA, who we already know what they're doing. But we look down at Purple, and this is where it could get really interesting. All right, you've got fourth place Purple with more points than third place Blue. But then third through fifth in Blue are only separated by two points. Everybody from the Glitter Bays to Dad Legend are in the conversation, sitting only 10 points behind AP4K. Hot Pepper needs eight points to take a wild card spot away from AP4K. There's like legitimately four, there's seven wild card potential teams in Blurple. Seven of them. Take that to the bank and cash it, bitches. Moving on down to the red and gold division. Um, you know, a lot of up above, I didn't spend too much time on it because if you go back and watch, you'll see that with the exception of the Glare Bay, Sarah Night Pain Gang, I was pretty accurate in my assumptions. Pretty, pretty accurate. Um, some things that, that were important to note. ATL comes off of a loss last, se- last week to the Cabal. They get a 12-point loss. Here's why this is important. Going up against the Stubbs. The Stubbs are trying to become fucking relevant, and they're not too far behind. They're in last goddamn place in gold. Last. But they're only 12 points behind a wild card spot. That's it. 12 points. It's not a lot, guys. If you gain four points a week, which is very doable, that's one extra match win than one of your contenders that you're going up against for that wild card spot. If they can make up four points a week, the last place team in gold can fucking be relevant. Bam. What up, Rourke, baby? How you doing? So, ATL gets 12 points in their loss to the Stubbs, who come in to get 19 when it's all said and done. Defias Brotherhood uh, puts it on the Cabal, and these numbers don't seem right. These numbers are not right. That's why. Um, hey, any admin people that are in here right now, any Dola people that are in here, the results from C- from last week are not correct between Defias and the Cabal. They need to be updated. Um, there was a situation in the four seed. Uh, that result is going to be flipped around 3-2 in favor of Donnie, a.k.a. the town drunk, uh, which brings this match to, I believe it was a 13-12, to 14-13. Yeah, 13-14, there it is. Uh, in favor of Defias, which is not as big as they would like it to be, but it is that four-point game we're talking about. As Defias is a direct competitor to the Cabal and the Wild Card race that's currently happening over in Red Division. Uh, there was some really hard-fought matches. Uh, Twiz and Slimsh went to five. Myself and Ao went to five, and Donnie and Comp went to five. The DQ had to do with disconnection issues. Um, it was two-two at the time that that happened. Mega Mega Man does, in fact, get the sweep over Brasky, but we ain't worried about that over there at the Cabal. 
This one's big. This one is astronomically huge. Not because HSA dropped 23 points on Zenergy, but because some smart motherfucker that wears white headbands and has a show called Pirate Radio said weeks and 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 weeks. So long ago, that Zenergy was going to lose the division lead to Dirty Mike and the boys. In their loss to HSA, Zenergy only puts up five points. Right? So, like, Dirty Mike and the boys should be, like, ten points ahead of them, right? Failure to launch, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce you to Noob Central. Myth has been fucking wrecking it. Yeah, I'm cursing now. We're cursing over here on Pirate Radio. That's the mindset I'm in right now. This, this was a crazy week. Myth has been destroying it. If you have not been watching what Myth has been doing over at Noob Central, you are not paying attention to this league. Nade comes in on Noob Central, gets a 3-0 in favor, and everybody minus the two-seed puts it down for Noob Central. Dirty Mike and the boys could have capitalized on a five-point week by Xenergy and instead choose to drop nine points. But Noob Central, ladies and gentlemen, we didn't rank them highly at the beginning of the season because we didn't know these players. We didn't know these people. Award givers, award committee, people that are in charge of awards. I want to see my boy Myth on the conversation for Rookie of the Year. He's doing this in the one seed, people. In a very tough division to be a one seed. In a division where you've got, uh, sorry, a conference where you've got people like Slimsh, me, myself, and I, veterans like Twiz, awesome new players. I, I'm calling him a new player. I might be wrong, but I am not familiar with Doctor's effort before this season. And Myth is out here doing the fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> I do apologize. This ain't a PG-13 show. It's been R since the day. It's been rated R. <laughs> What's Pirate Radio's rating? R. I missed that setup. Set myself up and fucking failed terribly. I would also just like to put out there that Ask HS does also have a huge week. Putting themselves once again in the conversation for a playoff potential spot. Yar. <laughs> you guys are great. Appreciate you over there. Team Ox is Team Ox. We learned nothing new. Rumham DQs. Boozasaurus gets the win. Uh, Appa DQs. Um, it's chaos over there. You know, I don't know what's going on with Team Ox. Feel bad for Will, but things ain't looking so great. So, here's the question you all really want to know. Anybody could sit there and recap scores. You could have looked at all that shit yourselves. But why did I go through it? Because I need you to know where I'm coming from when I give you Jack Sox's top eight. Go get your boys in your Discord. Pull everybody in here. Go let your team know I'm about to talk shit about them. Go out there. Grab your boys. Get on in here. Yeah, 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 yeah. What does this do? Oh, yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay. You guys remember these? You guys remember these? The report cards? I, I would like to go back at the end of the season and see how accurate I was or was not with these report cards. I'm ready. 
I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. I feel like I need some dramatic music, but if I play that, it might mute it, and those that are listening to this via podcast will not get the spiciness that's about to come down the pike. <clears throat> okay. Your number 18. Coming from the gold division. Aw, shit. He changed it up, ladies and gentlemen. Aw, shit. He changed it up. We've got Noob Central. Mm-hmm. That's right. We've got Noob Central. You know what happens when you beat Dirty Mike and the boys? And then you tie the guys that used to be number eight in points. You get to be number eight. The noobs have been hot. Super hot lately. And I don't see any current limits to their potential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Noobs, welcome to your debut on Jack Sox's top eight. Which means that currently, as things sit, I see Gold sending three wildcard teams to the playoffs. Coming in number seven over in the blue division, we have AP4K. As we just discussed with the closeness of this conference, there's definitely a possibility that this spot ends up going to the purple team. But for now, AP4K are eight points above their nearest contender. With three tough teams in the Bays, the Pooh people, and the Peppers ahead, they need to get back on their grind. It's okay to lose. It's not okay to lose often. Also, don't lose by a lot. For now, I've got AP4K coming in at the number seven spot. Potential wildcard team out of the Blurple Conference. Moving on to number six and back over to the gold division. We have Zenergy. X finally dropped below Dirty Mike and the boys on the standings. If only somebody had called this weeks ago. This week, they faced uh, wildcard competition, the Cabal. Neither team stands to earn a lot of points from this week, as I expect it to be a close one. But each point will feel even more so important because they're stealing it from direct competition. (laughs) Moving on up to number five. The Pooh People. They lost, yes. But they scored 13 points against Dad Legend. And that's truly not enough to drop you out of the current ranking they had. I've told you that the strength of this team is not in their ability to win. It's in their ability to be consistent. I would like to see the math of what would happen if a team lost every week but scored 13 points. Something tells me that 0-19 that scored 13 every week would still end up as a wild card spot. Um, and here's the problem though, right? Like I would have them higher. I used to have them as the purple conference or purple division winners, but with RNG playing as well as they currently are, I've got to reevaluate purple. 
I want it to be clear that, you know, I didn't drop them because um, they think they did. It's more about a tip of the hat to RNG. I know, spoilers. That means RNG has to be somewhere above here. Where are they? I don't know. I don't know. They're somewhere on here, though. Coming in at number four. Dirty Mike and the Boys. Oh, they're number one of gold? I didn't see that coming. I mean, they did everything they could last week to not take number one in gold. But when it came to being the best loser, they did a great job. Good job. You're a better loser than the next. And even more important, you guys now control your own fate. If you could stay where you are, no one could take your wild card spot. I mean, your playoff spot away from you. You don't have to worry about that wild card race if you're number one. China number one, you go Dirty Mike and the boys. Coming in at number three, RNG. Take whatever I said about them last week, copy and paste it, drop it right here. This team is just fucking good. I don't know what to tell you. They're just good. Saturday Night Pain Gang can be a tough one this week, but I still see lots of points in RNG's future. Not worried about them. They're going to be up there. If they continue this, ain't no problems in them being a playoff team. They beat the number seven team this week. They are good. This week, they have the chance to prove they're even better going up against the pot people. I would like to say this. Both Collective Mayhem and Pot People, you're playing for brownie points this week. Neither one of you has anything to prove as far as I'm concerned. You've had hell of a season. And win or lose, both Mayhem and the Pot People with who they have left to play, I think they're going to be perfectly fine. I think they both remain top 18s. Blah, blah, blah. Something insightful. They're the number one team. Was that good analysis? I hope so. Too bad they're illegitimate. Too soon? Too soon? Maybe too soon. HSA stands for Hearthstone Academy. I made fun of them. When they came into the league, because I was like, what a lame name. I would like them to teach me how to play Hearthstone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, we've said the things. We've done the stuff. This is my top eight. Your top eight could be whatever you want to be. Um, somebody asked the question earlier, are these standings or my opinion? These are my opinion. But I would like to say this. Last season, I believe I got seven out of the eight playoff teams. So far this season, the only teams that have been a surprise on this list were teams that had so many new players, didn't know what to do with them. 
So I'm better than you. My opinions are better than you. Bow down. Let's move on, shall we? Week 7 is going to be great, guys. If you have not yet taken a look at Week 7, I hope people are playing on streams. If I had, if the times I was available this week matched up with stream times, I would get my match stream. Because we have so many fantastic matchups team-wise this week. Um, and I love that as I'm looking at this, not a single match has been played yet. This is why I love doing the shows on Tuesdays instead of Thursdays. There's no spoilers out there yet. So let's take a quick look at week seven and let me give it to you straight ap4k goes up against glitter bay this could be a big week for glitter bay this is the number two team in your division this is a team that you are chasing this is a team that you are behind by 11 points this is a team that on paper you match up very well against if you want to look for somebody to beat jet law I would say it's a one seed that earned the right to be above Wolfmack. Jetlaw is a hell of a player, has been a hell of a player for a long time, but Blue Sombrero has earned his way to a plus 500 PR. I like Wolfmack over Starlax. Hockey versus Steffi is Hype City. I don't know how well Steffi's doing this season, have not looked into it a whole lot, but I know hockey's been hot lately. It's an area of concern. Unfortunately for the Glitter Bays, I think if uh, the top three lose, I don't think that Arcane THL and Doc McButt are getting their job done against the Chronic and Jasper. So if the top three take it, Glitter Bays take it. If one of the top three loses, this one goes in favor of AP4K. Currently, I'm leaning towards AP4K. Even though I really, really like this week for the Glitter Bays, I don't think they could get there. I do think it's going to be a close one. I think it's going to be a hell of a one to watch. Almost as good as what might be the matchup of the week as Collective Mayhem go up against the pod people. If you had asked last week, this was the number two against the number three team in the league, according to my top eight last week. And once again, the pod people didn't drop because they've lost any skill level or they're not as hype as they are. It's simply because RNG turned it up so much. Edelweiss during against Ridiculous Hat. Both of them are playing out of their goddamn minds right now. This match needs to be streamed. I don't think it will be, but wow, 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 would I love to watch it, and I am not picking between those two. Unfortunately, I think that everyone else on Collective Mayhem wins. Itachi, no-brainer over Zeroshio. I think Cinder uh, actually has a hell of a shot against Mojo Pal, and I might even be leaning that way. Smiley Chris is going to put in that work against Dyrospare, and Dave Patim is super hot lately, and uh, I'm not going against somebody that's pushed their PR from sub-200 to almost 300. Do the damn thing, Dave. Hot Pepper should have no problems this week against Dead Legend. Um, it's another case though, where they need to get the wins in the top three, but that's the way they're built. The only struggle normally against dad ledge is the fact that risen's PR is so undervalued, but cardigan is a hell of a player. I do not think will be intimidated in any way, shape or form by risen, which is why I think hot pepper does actually secure the top three this week. And as long as run and G kick don't DQ or do something else. That's really stupid. 
Um, I think that they'll score a point or two between them, and Hot Pepper will be just fine in a super close one against the very well-respected dad legend. Maple Syrup Inc. versus Team Next Level. This one, I think, goes in favor of Maple Syrup, believe it or not. I think that their bottom three actually have a shot to get this thing done. The only concern I have for our boy Chigmo is the fact that I thought Suzuru was a stud as a two seed. You're dropping him into the three. Never mind. I'm taking that back because I just realized Jamie's and Suzuru switched spots. However, I take it back again in the double switcheroo. Bill still wins. Earth Shatter still wins. And Nated, I think, takes out Jammies. Suzuru, I think, is going to be too much in the three seed for Chigmo. It doesn't matter what happens between Tri and Crovan because I think enough points are secured in the two, four, and five for Maple Syrup. I hope you are following along in that double switcheroo. I want to keep you on your toes. Chuck, you got it. Chuck's not in his head. He's scratching the ones and twos. He knows what's up. We already talked about that. We did not talk about Serenai Panging versus RNG. This match is important for two reasons. It's an opportunity for RNG to put a lead on the pod people who have a really tough week against Collective Mayhem. But Serenai Panging has an opportunity to put themselves directly back into the conversation under their own power. They are currently sitting at 79, second place in blue, just for reference, AP4K, number seven on our top eight list, is sitting only nine points above them currently. So this could be an opportunity for the pain gang. Here's the problem, though. You're looking across the board at at, uh, really nice guys. Excuse me. And you're looking at the four or five combo of crack shot versus swanky tiger. And I'm sorry, dark side and black magic. I don't think you get that one done where I do think that Serenite Panging has an opportunity is Donde in the three spot. I think you could get a win here. Coles. I think you got a real shot against JR juggernaut. However, in the one seed, SoFlo, I don't know if you can take down the super hot Catman right now. So between Catman, Swanky, and Crackshot, I think RNG could get the job done. However, I think that in the losses, Serenite keeps it close enough that if JR Juggernaut and uh, Alvarkalon, their three seed, I think if they could get the wins, and uh, I mean, I'm sorry, I think that if they lose... And Serenite keeps their losses close. So flow dark side of black magic. If they could get two points in their losses, we might see a team that only wins two overall matches take the week. RNG, you can lock this one up. Just handle your damn business. So if you're confused, I'm picking RNG, but I'm saying that Serenite's not out of it by any stretch of the imagination. So to recap in the blurple, I'm currently leaning I, I can't pick that. If I put gun to my head, AP4K. Uh, if you want to know my true opinion, too close to call. Uh, Collective Mayhem, I think, gets the job done over the pod people. Hot Pepper, I think, gets it done over Dad Legend. I think that Maple Syrup gets the job done over Team Next Level. I think that RNG gets it done over Serenite Paint Gang. What's up, Gomez? Moving down to red gold. ATL versus Defias Brotherhood. This is the 3-4 matchup over in red. ATL, I think if they lose this week, with there only being three weeks left, this might be the nail in the coffin if they don't put up some decent points this week. With HSA being uncatchable, you're really only talking about three spots up for grabs right now. 
with the other teams already being in the mid-90s, being down in the low 70s, ATL loses, they're out this week. This is super important for them. I do think they have some favorable matchups in this one. I do like DZB. I like Blue Smart Spartan. And Sully and AO, I actually, having played both of them, think that this one could go either way. However, in this one, I'm picking Defias. I do think that if I had to give an edge in that five spot, it goes to AO. So when you look at the fact that one seed leans ATL, two seed leans, leans Defias, three seed leans ATL, four seed leans Defias, it comes down to that five seed spot. And once again, gun to my head, I go with AO on this one. Hearthstone Academy versus SHS. SHS, you've had a nice season. Go ahead and get yourself some Gatorade. Rest up for next week. Noobs need to capitalize against Team Mox. Part of the reason I put them in the eighth spot is that I expect them to put up a huge week this week. I think that Myth runs over Rumham. I think that Shadow Power Ranger beats Blood Hunter. There's actually not a single matchup that I think is even close in this one. I expect all five matches to go in favor of Noob Central. Moving on down to the Kapal versus Energy. This is a hype matchup because these are two teams that were in the discussion and are on the verge of being pushed out of the discussion. Noob Central is right on the heels of Zenergy and is currently tied with the Cabal. What does that mean? The team that loses this is probably going to lose their current wildcard spot to Noob Central, who should have a huge week. As you look at it, I think Slimsh is favored over Dr. Zephyr. I kind of love you, buddy. You know it, but we all know that the two spot is one of our weak spots this uh, season. I think the two seed goes in favor of Nate. Brasky is back down in the three seed this week. I think he's going to do fine there. He's familiar with Impo. I think that Brasky can pull this one off. Dexter versus the town drunk. Caranthi, hey, bro, you know I love you. Donnie's going to put that whooping on you. Myself versus Jim Philos. If I want to be objective here, go purely off of records. Records say that I should win this one. Um, but Jim is an opponent I respect deeply. So I would never say it's a gimme. But on paper, I think Slimch, Donnie, and myself get the win for sure. I have faith in Brasky. And Icon has shown that he will put points up for us even when he loses. I think that we squeak one out here against the uh, Zenergy, a tough team of Zenergy. I think we're looking at maybe a 15-point week tops. More likely a 14 or 13-point win. The Stubbs versus Dirty Mike and the boys. Normally, I would have just said Dirty Mike's going to run away with this thing, but the Stubbs have shown some signs of life here late in the season. I do like um, Twos a lot as a player, but Aviously has been doing all right. Um, moving up, you know, Tony Montana started for Dirty Mike and the boys in the one seed. Aviously is up there now. I don't know if that's too much of a challenge going up against the very talented Twos, but I got a lot of faith in Aviously. So I think that Dirty Mike could still pull this one off in the one seed. I think Tony Montana is going to be way too overwhelming for Lotus Knight in the two seed. I like Surlos a lot over Sean Tsui. 
Lefty versus Osmanot should be a great matchup. A lefty's been around the block a couple times and knows how to handle him damn self. And I think that uh, Lefty comes away with this win. The interesting one is going to be Dirty Mike versus Matty Ebbs in the five seed. Both these guys are great players. I have a great deal of respect for both of them. I just scrimmed Matty Ebbs for 80 gold the other night. He had a really nice deck. I enjoyed it. I hope he brings it this week. Um, I might lean that one as the win in favor of the Stubbs. Can the Stubbs win in any of those matches? Sure. I'm just telling you I'm leaning towards Dirty Mike and gun to my head once again, going Dirty Mike. So to recap down the line. All right. Um, I think I've got uh, Defias. Sorry, I have to look in, look back at this to remember what I said. I think I said I'm leaning Defias, right? Because uh, I think I lean AO. I lean comp and I lean twiz. And I think that'll be enough to get them through, but I think it's a coin flip matchup overall. It could really go either way, but guns, my head, Defias, HSA, noob central, the cabal, dirty Mike and the boys. Who? 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 Felt like I was rushing that out of here tonight, guys. I was not trying to be this late with the broadcast. There was one writing question I wanted to address. Um, I'm not going to take call-ins tonight for the sake of time. There was uh, a good amount of write-ins. A lot of them had to do with the HSA thing. We We addressed that. But one that I would like to address came from Icon. And the question very simply was... Uh, my thoughts on League Forum and how to effectively give feedback within it. All right. So it's not so much a question as my, my checklist for how I think League Forum should be used as a channel within the Discord um, and how I address it. First things first. Feedback is not bitching. Um, I know that sometimes it may feel like I am bitching, but I'm always suggesting what the problem is. And most importantly, I'm suggesting a solution. I'm not saying my solutions are good. But if I'm going to come to the table with a problem, I think that everybody should keep this in mind. If you're going to come to the table with a problem, have a solution in mind. To simply come in and go, everybody fucking sucks and I hate everything, it's not productive. Dole is a bunch of, I don't know, something, something power abusers. Great. How do you want us to fix that? What are the processes and things you want put in place? And I think that we would get a lot more done and people would not get their feelings so hurt if uh, we approached it from the standpoint of let's address the issue, not the people. I'm coming to you with a problem. Here's the ways I would like to solve it. I had a great conversation the other night with Nate. Super great conversation. And he shared something with me that I thought was uh, a great way to look at problem solving anything. Right. And let's, if we could all think about this and next time we want to open our mouths and leak for him, maybe keep this in mind. Step one, separate the people from the problem. Step two, focus on, on your interest, not your position. In other words, think about what you need the outcome to be, not what side you're aligned with. 
try to find opportunities for mutual gains. How do we both benefit? I don't have to win. You don't have to win if we could both win. In order for me to win, you don't need to lose. And step four, focus on it being objective. Don't let it be opinion-based. Let it be facts-based. If you'll notice, my greatest gripes always have to do with the rules being followed as written. I'm referring to a document that we take as the constitution of this league, and I always refer it back to that objective source. League form is fantastic, but needs to stop being a place where people just bitch without solutions. I know, I'm working on changing my tone. I know it often sounds like I'm bitching, but if you look through the bitch and you'll see that I am stating a problem, I am proposing a solution. I'm going to be playing um, games of some sort after this, most likely Fortnite. If you're into playing Fortnite, you know where to find me. Until I see you again, and on behalf of DJ OG Chuck, please do, indeed, stay gold, Ponyboy.